A therapist with $81,000 in student debt who worked in public service for 20 years and can't get loan forgiveness, people in the helping professions are getting totally screwed over. Welcome to 40inbox.com where we help you get out of debt. So let's get right into the story. Lindsay Averbrook wants one thing for the government to honor its promise to forgive student debt for people who work to serve the public good. At 38 years old, Averbrook has spent her entire career in public service. She graduated from the University of Massachusetts Lowell in 2006 with degrees in criminal justice and psychology and later got a dual licensure as a mental health counselor and drug counselor at the Cambridge College. Since then, she has worked for nonprofits as a mental health caseworker in prisons. She now runs her own practice as a therapist. While she loves her job, she hates the $81,000 student debt burden that comes with it and does not understand why she doesn't qualify for loan forgiveness. So put it to like put it in this way. She got those degrees back in 2006. It is now 2021, near the end of 2021. I think I've applied for every payment plan that I can and I've been declined. Everbook told Insider, "All the emails I get are confusing. They're all conflicting." So as a non-profit worker, Everbook technically qualified for the Public Service Loan Forgiveness, the PSLF program, which is supposed to forgive student debt for public servants after 10 years of qualifying the payments. And this is the key factor because a lot of people do not pay attention to this and don't even know this. The program ran up a 98% denial rate pushing borrowers like Everbook off the path to forgiveness, okay? So think about it like this, right? Let's say that you graduated with degrees or whatever kind of stuff that you got, right? Where, you know, you probably got like six figures in debt of student loan debt, just purely student loan debt, right? And every year, it is actually increasing, right? Every single year, the actual amount of the debt that you owe goes up, right? And let's say instead of potentially taking like a six-figure paying job at a college, you decide to work like forty to sixty thousand dollars a year for ten years in this, you know, basically undeserved community, like undeserved community, or like uh, is that the right term, undeserved, or basically? not really taking care of community, right? And they basically say like, oh yeah, we know that you basically spent these 10 years basically making less than half of what you could be making with barely any move up in pay and we're not going to uh, wipe off your debt. Oh, by the way, after these 10 years of making the minimum payments on your student debt, guess what? (laughs) 
is probably doubled or even tripled by that time, right? So let's just say like a $100,000 student loan initially could end up becoming like a $200,000 student loan, $300,000 or more. I've heard crazy stories of like student loans being like 30 grand and then within like the next 10 to 20 years it'd be over like 150, like something crazy, right? So don't trust the government with your life, right? Take control of your own life and pay off your debt. Don't rely on them to take care of your debt. So the education department, though, recently announced reforms to PSLF, including a temporary waiver to allow past payments and other programs to count toward forgiveness. Everbook is hoping this overhaul will finally give her the forgiveness she has sought for a decade. I think that there's probably less than a 5% chance that she will actually ever get her student loan debt forgiven by the government. That being said, there is nothing stopping her from growing her business and paying off her debt. We work in public service, Everbrook said. We're the people that have to deal with the mental health crisis, and they're causing one for the people dealing with the mental health crisis. It's so anxiety-inducing for the people that have been tossed around 15 times. Everbrook's first job postgrad had a base salary of $22,000. Until recently, she said her salary never exceeded $50,000 annually. She often had to take on a second job, like waitressing, to afford basic expenses. Her loans have almost always been on forbearance due to low pay in the public service industry. Which, by the way, just because the forbearance thing is in fact like is like in effect, it doesn't mean that the debt doesn't increase. So even while she wasn't making payments while on forbearance, her debt load, yep, continued to grow due to interest. Not only was she continually getting rejected from PSLF, but she was also denied repayment through an income-driven repayment IDR plan because her monthly income was inconsistent. See, this is the problem. Do not rely on the government to wipe your butt. Okay? Like This is the situation that a lot of people are in, and if you're listening to this, you might be in this as well. Do not rely on the government to wipe your butt, okay? This is a very big issue that a lot of people are dealing with, and they think that the government is going to save them. The, gov- like, the government is not going to wipe your butt. The government is not going to take care of you. They don't care about you. Okay? They have made promises to a lot of people that try to go through these programs and basically screwed over 98% of them. Like, think about that. Think of any company were to screw over 98% of the people that they had to deal with. Okay? Just think about that for a second. If a private company screwed over 98% of the people that they came in contact with, that is insane. 
They would be out of business. They would completely be done forever, okay? Like, this is just insane. She says she never received any helpful information from her loan company on how to pay off her debt, even as they kept rejecting her from programs that would help her do so. It's so anxiety-inducing for the people that have been tossed around 15 times, Everbook said. I'm not stupid. I just cannot figure out the 18,000 pages of paperwork that basically just repeat information that I don't understand about loans that are so non-specific. And again, this is also the same like same reason why taxes are so complicated. Like think about it. Do you know how easy it would be for everyone to be corrected on their taxes if everyone got basically a flat tax? And I mean everyone, like a flat tax of let's just say 10%. So regardless of how much money you make, 10% automatically, bam, okay, you made 100 grand, okay, 10 grand in taxes, done. No exemptions, no things, no like random nonsense, right, just 10% done, right? And it's just like on a single piece of paper, bam, done, right? You can see how much you got paid based off your pay stubs, 10% done, right? Same thing with the student loan thing, right? If they were to actually do a true student loan forgiveness program, make it on one single piece of paper, it's like, hey, if you do point A and point B and point C, you will get point D no matter what. Done deal single piece of paper, right? But no, they have to make things so complicated because guess what? They don't want to forgive your loans. They want you to keep paying your loans forever, okay? Like, they don't care about you personally. They just want, like, they literally just view you basically as one of the ants in the anthill, And that's the way you got to really understand that. Like, the government doesn't care about you. They just want you to continue to operate like a contributing ant to the overall anthill. And also, you got to think about it too, right? Let's go back to, like, her yearly income. Because this is the biggest issue that I see with this, right? Not the fact that the government is going to screw her and has been screwing her. It's her salary, right? Her first job, after getting the student loans, after getting those degrees, was only 22000 And she had to have a second job to basically make ends meet, right? That's the problem right there. Why are you working a job that pays less than $25,000 a year, okay? That's insane. What was the point of your degrees? What's the point of like working where you were working? Right? There are jobs out there with the degrees that you got that you could easily make 50k plus. Easily. Right? And yet she just only recently got a job paying $50,000 annually, okay? That's insane, okay? So Everbook took advantage of the 0% interest rate on student loans during the pandemic, and she was able to pay off about $3,000 of her debt over the past year, with the payment pause ends in 80 days, 
and she's hoping her waiver for the new PSLF reforms will be approved. Again, this is the problem. This is an individual that thinks that the government is going to wipe her butt. They are not. They are not going to care about you. They are not going to help you. They are not. Now, I think it's amazing that she paid $3,000 off, but in the grand scheme of things, that's nothing, okay? She has to make more money. And the thing is, she has really, if she is able to make fifty k a year base salary before taxes, right, she's actually making enough money to pay off her student loan debt in a reasonable amount of time. Now, you definitely can't do that on like $22,000 a year, but you can do that if you're making like forty-five dollars to $55,000 a year, paying off an $80,000, $81,000 student loan. You could, do that. you could definitely do that, right? That is actually reasonable. It's going to suck, but it can be done. And she could really do that in about like two, two and a half years, she could pay off her debt, right? Instead of waiting another 10 years, what? Or potentially waiting 5 to 10 years to see if she would actually get her waiver approved? What? No. Don't rely on the government to help you out in this situation. So federal student aid head Richard Corday sent a letter obtained by Insider to PSLF borrowers regarding confusion and lack of clarity surrounding the new reforms. He said that changes of this magnitude are hard to process and execute, and he asked for borrowers' patience going forward. This may take several months, Corday said. We may not be able to answer specific questions right away as we focus on addressing over a million borrower accounts. But we will get the changes made, and I pledge that to you today. Think about that for a second. They have over a million, a million borrower accounts, and they denied 98%? What? So borrowers like Everbook can't afford to wait several months. The pandemic pause on payments restarts on February 1st. It remains to be seen if the reforms will work as the department intends them to. Education Secretary Miguel Cardona wrote on Twitter on Thursday that about 10,000 borrowers have already gotten $715 million in student debt discharge, and Everbrook is hoping she'll become one of those borrowers finally putting an end to the years of confusion and anxiety that continued to mount as her debt load grew. Now, the thing is, I believe these 10,000 borrowers, or like some of them, were uh, actually more so of disability. And that's really the only thing that is like seen in basically the federal student loans to where your student loans could for the most part in an easier way and has had a more of a legit track record of getting rid of your student loans. But your situation has to be pretty dire for you to actually be deemed basically fully disabled to the point where you can't bring any money to be able to pay your student loans. Like, your situation has to be really bad. So this is exclusively hurting the helping profession, 
that's been working through this pandemic, Everbrook said. That's what I don't understand. People in the helping profession are getting totally screwed over. Now, here's the thing. Everyone is getting screwed over through the PSLF program, whatever the thing is called. But this individual specifically made bad choices, one, by getting student loan debt, two, choosing jobs that basically pay nothing, okay? Like $22,000 before taxes is basically nothing, right? So to willingly do that, simply in the hopes of potentially getting your student loan debt paid off, instead of just getting a better job from the get-go and paying off your student loans yourself in a couple years, right? And as long as you're not willing to do the uncomfortable thing by working extremely hard to pay off your own Student loans, which, by the way, this doesn't even make any sense to me, right? Because she is willing to work hard enough to work two jobs or more, right? So that she can make ends meet. Just so that she doesn't pay money on her student loans. Because she wants the government to take care of it. But she's not willing to get, like she wasn't willing to get a good paying job and simply just work very hard at that better paying job to pay off her own student loans in a couple years because again she got this back in 2006 her degree is back in 2006 she's been dealing with this for over a decade right so that is something that is just not making sense Why was she willing to do that, but not willing to just go find a better paying job, work hard at it, and pay off her loans in a very, very quick amount of time? Like, it just doesn't even make any sense. Feel free to give your thoughts, and if you have any personal finance stories or questions, feel free to contact us at 40inbox.com. If you want to learn how to get out of debt, go to 40inbox.com. Hey, this podcast is sponsored by our personal finance courses. So if you have problems with mastering your money and you need help, go down below and learn how to master your money. And this is a plan that anyone of any income level can follow. It is simple and easy to follow for any income level in any situation and it's very straight to the point. And if you want to learn how to make money online, go down below as well. And we'll see you in future episodes.